This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Ness, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. You like how I actually remembered to do the intro this time? I know. Yeah. Getting I, better. Hey, I take a few. we take a few weeks off, and then uh, I, I can figure it out when we come back. That's right. That's right. So what are we talking about tonight on the Two Dudes in an uh, S podcast? I guess we're going to talk about Gremlins 2, the new batch. Mm, the new batch. The new batch. Okay, all right. That sounds good to me. Now, speaking of a new batch, I got an air fryer. Ooh. Tangent alert. Fancy. Yeah. What have you been making? Tangent alert. Well, I don't know. Just for sake of time, I'm just going to leave it at that. Let the people wonder. What have I been making? I don't know. know. Well. Now, maybe we'll get into it later. Yeah, ice cream in the air fryer. No, they're very cool. I like them. I like it. Mine's a grill. You can put it, it's an air fryer grill. Makes makes chicken and steak and stuff. I will say the coolest thing is you can take a frozen piece of meat and turn it into a pretty juicy succulent piece of meat in about 20 minutes. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, we got, since we had a lot to talk about today and uh, we got a little special announcement at the end of the show, by the way. Uh, let's go ahead and just dig in, jump into the uh, tidbits and trivia. You want to? Sure. Now it's time for Justin's <clears throat> historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right. The Gremlins 2, the new batch, which was a video game based on the movie by the same name. Uh, which the video game was released in 1990. Uh, the movie <clears throat> coming out in the same year. The game was developed by a company, a Spanish company, named Topo Soft. And this was the first licensed, exclusive licensed um, movie uh, that was made into a video game by a Spanish video game company. It was in, yeah, developed. Uh, and, and released by against Sunsoft, which brought us another licensed game, which we've talked about, which was Batman. And a lot of the same characters that, uh, you know, created this game or designed this game were also involved in the Batman game. So, uh, just like... So, so, wait, hold on. To, cl- to clear it up, the Spanish game was not the NES game, right? Sunsoft was the NES game. Right, right. Gotcha, okay. But the original the developed original game developed was Toposoft, yeah. Gotcha, cool. Right. <clears throat> so the, um, the the designer of the game, Yoshiaki Iwata, was also the designer of the game for, or it was also Batman, uh, as well as programmers Kiichi Suzuki. Now, Suzuki, now here's a little tidbit about Kiichi Suzuki. He went on to make... Uh, he co-found a music group called the Moon Riders, which is one of Japan's most innovative rock bands. Really? How about that? 
Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. And, but he was not uh, the composer of this game, right? He was not the composer of this game, but pretty much everything else he did in video games and in life was composing music. And he mm-hmm. co-wrote the soundtrack to the video game Mother. Oh. Actually. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. Mother. Yep, that song. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the, the composer was Naoki Kodaka who also did the composing of several games uh, for the NES, including Fester's Quest, Blaster Master, Spy Hunter, and the aforementioned Batman. And so, let's, let's not forget one of the games we just ranted and raved about uh, not too long ago, Journey to Silius. Journey to Silius, right. Yeah. So, very famous and innovative composer on the NES. Right. So, kind of all-star um, cast that was helping develop this game. Really. Um, but anyway, here's a quiz question for you, Mike. Okay. Who did the voice for Gizmo in the movie Gremlins 1 and 2? Wait, Gizmo talked? Well, he, like, made noises. Okay. Basically. So who made the noises for Gizmo? <laughs> yeah. Is it a famous person? It is. Uh-huh. Okay, let me think. Mm, can I have a hint? He's bald. But he didn't used to be bald. He's bald, but he didn't used to be bald. Can I have another hint? Sorry. He was involved with one of our favorite cartoons. <sighs> and in this cartoon, he had a... Uh, the main character had an uncle named Ted. Uncle Ted. Oh man, I'm I'm I feel like an idiot right now. I'm drawing a complete blank. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Ted, bald guy. He didn't used to be bald. He wasn't bald when he made this cartoon. He was not, he was not bald when he made the cartoon. He was not bald during Gremlins Two, I guess. Or Gremlins no. 1? Well, nope. Oh, yeah, Walker Gremlins 1 came out. So did he go bald because of old age? Or did he go bald because he, he shaved his head? I don't know if he started losing his hair, but he definitely shaves his head now. Uh-huh. I don't know. And, uh... One more hand. Give me one more star, hand. He was the star of a game show that was really popular, like, maybe 10, 15 years ago, where people tried to guess where things were. Ah, Howie Mandel? Yep, Howie Mandel. Nice. (laughs) I love that game show. Is it in that box? (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) How about that box? No? Yeah, Howie Mandel was the voice (laughs) of Gizmo. Interesting. I did not know that. That makes sense, though. You know, did you ever watch, did you watch the Gremlins movies? And Bobby's World was the cartoon, right? Bobby's World was the yeah, cartoon. Yeah, I love that cartoon. I forgot all about Bobby's yep. World. Did Dude, you, what was the question you, you asked me? Yeah, what, uh, did you watch the Gremlins movies? Yeah, when I was a kid, I watched them. They always scared the, me, actually. Yeah, the first one was a horror movie, and the second one was kind of like a... It's funny Christmas because Christmas comedy like a, movie? It was like a parody of the of itself, right? Yeah, it was, it like, was yeah. 
It was like saying, okay, we're going to make a second one, but we're going to make fun of everything we did in the first one and the second one. Yeah. Which is, I kind of like. That's a nice approach, really. Yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan was in Gremlins 2. He was. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Some big names were involved in Gremlins and uh, Gremlins 2. I mean, he had... Um, was it Christopher Lee was involved? Yeah. Uh, hey, Christopher Lee, he's like been in the most movies out of anybody in the world, I think. He's like been in every movie. Yeah. And of course, everybody that was involved in the first one came back. And um, but anyway, uh, let's let's move along to. Did you have this game, or did you go on a quest to find this game? So that uh, so we're done with the old uh, tidbits, eh? I'm done with tidbits. Okay. I'm moving on. All right, all right, let's move on. Now it's time for the thrill of eight bit discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. What's well, funny you should ask if I went on a quest to find this card because uh, I didn't really go on a quest. It was more or less dropped off on my doorstep, but it wasn't initially dropped off on my doorstep. It it was in, somebody left me a box of uh, Sega Genesis cards, okay, uh-huh. uh, and and I thought, uh, I don't want these. These are terrible. They're too <laughs> they're too soft. I need I need some hard. I need some, I need some you know these games these games are probably too easy. They're soft, you know. There's some fur growing on them, so I, said, I don't I don't want these. Okay, uh, so right. I put them, I put them out to the curb for the trash pickup. Well, that night it rained, and I thought, well, okay, shoot, it's raining. Uh, maybe I should go get the get this. It was in a cardboard box, you know. And the last uh-huh. thing I need to do is have the cardboard box dissolve and wash all these Genesis carts down the drain and, and into the sewage system. The city sewage right. system could not handle uh, nasty Sega Genesis carts. So I decided to run outside and go ahead and hurry up and bring the box in. Well, when I went out to get the box, all those Genesis carts had turned into uh, NES carts. I guess, I mean, they kind of, I guess because they got wet, maybe. I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I decided to. Uh, yeah, I decided to go ahead and bring them in, and in amongst them was uh, Gremlins Two, the new batch. Well, so once I saw that, I decided to just get a little snack. It was about it was about one a.m. at the time. Got a little snack and uh, went ahead and just popped this bad boy in. All right. So it's not really a quest, but uh, you know, it's an interesting story how I come across this game. Right. Right. So, also, I'll say this. This is, uh, there's going to be a Gremlins 3. There They're is going to right be a now. Gremlins 3? Yep. Hmm. I don't know what I think about that. Uh, well, I mean, they've already parodied themselves once. What are they going to do? Go back to being serious? Yeah. I don't think that would work. <clears throat> I... I would rather them make a sequel or a prequel, whatever you want to call it, uh, than try to remake the old one, which is what seems to be the popular. Oh, thing you think nowadays. they're just gonna remake? I don't think so. I'm, th- I'm thinking they're gonna just make a sequel. Yeah, but maybe it is gonna be a reboot. I don't know. 
Reboots. Re- I'm, just, I'm so tired of reboots. Uh, they just need to make right. a sequel. I don't yeah. remember how the second one ended. I remember there was like either. an office Christmas party and there was just tons of gremlins. Yeah, I, I don't really remember. And I don't think Gizmo dies, right? Like, he, I, th- I think there's like a there's like a thing where uh, he lives forever or something. I don't know. Gizmo never dies. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he is adorable. I know that. Right. Like a little Furby. He is like a little. Fur- Which came out first, Gremlins or Furby? Gremlins, Gremlins. definitely did. Yeah. yeah, that was like in the eighties, early eighties, right? Eighty four, maybe. Eighty four was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then, therefore, Furby was taken after Gremlins. Yep. Hmm. It looks it looks a lot like it. Oh, okay. Furbies. Yeah. Did you ever have a Furby? I did. Or did you really? I did. What was that like? I never did that. Well, you know, it was just... It was, it was supposed to, like, learn things from you. Right, yeah. it was just like just it repeat like a, things. It's like an AI or something. Yeah, it. I don't remember much about it. I think it was one of those things we got because it was like a popular toy at the time, and then it was just like well, this. This is pretty lame. But anyway, I don't know what happened to my Furby. Is it kind of like the Beanie Babies? Did they just die off? Yeah, I guess. Does, are Beanie Babies like? anywhere near popular anymore do they still make Benny babies no there's no way do, are there is there still you remember there was like mania over Benny babies like people were selling them thousands of dollars I know I, I mean there's gotta be uh, there's gotta be some kind of Benny baby collection somewhere worth something like if somebody has them all right right but they, they, the Beanie Babies were like there was a rarity to some of them or, or something, right? Right. They would retire them. Oh. They would like make them. They would only make so many and then they'd uh, retire them. And so that's why they, they like had a little bit of a rarity to them. I see. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's, that's a good approach, really. It's, it's always funny, like these companies like TY that did the Beanie Babies, like they do the, these things to make them more hard to get, but the the company doesn't really reap the benefits of that, right? I mean, they're still selling them for whatever they retail for, right? Well, what happens is is they make them rare, and they and then the next ones they put out, they may not make them rare, but everybody thinks like, well, I got to get the next one because yeah, you never know. And then they'll put another one out and say, well, I mean, this one could become rare, so I got to get it. So what right. they end up doing is just selling them. They just end up selling all of them. Yeah, I guess. Do you know what the most rare Beanie Baby is? I'm looking it up right what? now. What? What is it? The Princess, the Princess Diana, Di- Princess of Wales, commemorative Beanie Baby. There is one called the, the- Ghost Version, and it sold for five hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah. Well, there you go. So look at the like ghost version. Uh, I can't figure that out. It just says it's called the ghost version. It was manufactured in Indonesia using PVC pellets. 
don't know. <laughs> huh. I'd have to do. Um, I'd have to do a lot further research. Uh, one was signed by Hillary Clinton. One of the <laughs> okay. Princess Diana ones. No, no, no. There's another one that's it's a donkey. It was signed by Hillary Clinton, uh, and uh, <laughs> it goes for way less than the Princess Diana one. <laughs> uh, no offense to Hillary. I don't know. I can't figure out why this thing's called a ghost version. Maybe it's because after she died, I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was the only one set that was put out before she died, and then she died. Yeah. Uh, it has a space between the tag, maybe. This is the greatest podcast in the world, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we're doing right now. So welcome, to the Beanie, welcome to the Beanie Babies podcast. Where we, where we, not only do we talk about Beanie Babies, but we also know nothing about them, so we just have to research on the internet while you, while you listen to us do this. We just re- read random facts about Beanie Babies. <laughs> in the most monotone okay. mo- voice possible. Let's stop. All let's right. just stop let's, get, let's move on. Let's move on. Beanie Babies. How do we even get on beat? I have no idea, but the truth behind my quest <laughs> for the cart, uh, everybody, is I I don't have this cart. Oh. And I didn't have a chance to get it, and so here we are. I played demo mode. That, that's the truth behind the quest. Well. Well. Alright, mm, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. And we're back. And from this point forward, there will be no more Beanie Baby talk. Promise. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> we promise. No more Beanie Baby talk. And uh, I I told Justin before the show started, we were not allowed to talk about Tool on this episode. We've talked about enough Tool, uh, even though yes. it's still the only album I've listened to in the last, since it came out. We're not talking yeah. about it. We're not going to talk about it. Yep. It's so, a good one. So I guess let's talk about the game. Grimless Here's two. what I okay. I gotta say one thing about Tool, but it's not about the album, okay? Okay. They're coming to con. They're coming in concert in November. And I coming I, where? I think Where's here? Where where are they coming? Cincinnati. So they're coming okay. in Cincinnati, which is about an hour away from where I am. I wanted to go, but then it was like the cheap seats, like the 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 nosebleeds, are ninety five dollars. Yeah. To get down and close to the floor, you're talking like three hundred dollar tickets, and I'm like, I'm like, I know that like concert prices have gone up astronomically compared to like what they were twenty years ago, because I mean I saw, I remember I saw Metallica, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, Deftones, and Mudvayne all they were all together in one show, and I think that ticket was like eighty bucks. Yeah, like it wasn't, but now you can't even see Metallica by themselves for eighty dollars, and I guess. Because musicians just don't make any money on album sales or anything anymore. They've just jacked up their prices. Mm-hmm. But I also think with like bands like Tool and Metallica, they realize that their fan base is older now. They should have more money. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll charge more for our tickets. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're pretty much right, I'm sure. Yeah. Except for, I still feel like that's an expensive price to pay for tickets. It is. Even though I am older and I have more money now. Yeah. Of course, we've got all this sweet Patreon money coming in now. 
over at patreon.com slash bitbros if you guys want to help us afford tickets to go see Tool. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Anyways. So, what, what about this game? Uh, well, Gremlins 2. A Patreon pick from Dude Gale, by the way. Thank you, Gale. Uh, let's go. I don't know. Let's start with the manual. That's what we like to do around here. All right. Yeah. Gail's Gail's just she's already turned the episode off because she, you know, wanted to listen to us talk about this game, and we talked about Beanie Babies for the most part. Well, I think I think Gail's in Australia. Were, were Beanie Babies popular in Australia? She may have been Maybe really more, she may have been really into this Beanie Baby talk. Maybe they're just now popular down there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Okay, they're just man. now popular down under, as they say. Mm. That's embarrassing. I shouldn't have done that. All right, moving yeah. on. Gremlins Two, the new batch, the video game. Sunsoft limited warranty. Uh, it's a very colorful manual, so it's good. Uh, yep. Just a few precautions before we move forward. Um, be sure to turn the power <laughs> off before inserting the cartridge or removing it from the unit. This is a high-tech instrument. Do not store it in an area subject to extreme hot or cold temperatures. Never drop it, bump it, or attempt to take it apart. I love it. I love that it's like in this like preschool-like type <laughs> writing precautions. It, well, look, get the drawing of Gizmo looks like it was done by about a four-year-old. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Avoid touching the connectors. That's true. Right. Don't get them wet or dry, or feed them after midnight. Right. Okay. That they should have done something like that. That would have been cute, right? To throw in, don't don't feed the cartridge after midnight. Right. Uh, anyways. Okay. Here's the game story. I'm assuming it's going to follow pretty closely to the movie story. Six, yeah, really six years have passed since the gremlins wreaked havoc on Kingston Falls. Gizmo has been living with Mr. Wing in Chinatown. However, a strange series of events will reunite Gizmo with his old friend of long ago, Billy Pelser. Pel Peltzer. Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. Oh man, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> Entrepreneur. <laughs> Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Daniel Clamp tried to buy Mr. Wing's shop, which was located right in the middle of the site where Clamp intended to build his office complex, Clamp Center. Mr. Wing would not give in. However, he was old and tired, and when he passed away, the shop and part of Chinatown was torn down. Is this really what happened in the movie? I don't remember yeah. all this. Yeah, Mr. Wing died. Uh, during the demolition, Gizmo barely escaped with his life and was captured by a geneticist who works in Clamp Genetics Lab. Now poor Gizmo is a captive inside the Clamp Center. Meanwhile, Billy Peltzer and his girlfriend, Kate, have moved to New York City. Billy works at Clamp Center as a commercial artist, and Kate is the Clamp Center tour guide. Is Clamp Trump in this movie? He might be. Oh, interesting. What about, uh, I like how Mr. Wing was old and tired, so he died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's kind of what happens, I guess. Right? <laughs> I'm just old and tired, so I'm going to die. 
the game story continues. One day, Billy hears a mail clerk humming Gizmo's unique song. The mail clerk explains that he heard the song somewhere in the genetics lab. Billy desperately searches for Gizmo in the lab and rescues him. They are happily reunited. The end. Yep. That's all that happens. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. While Billy is called away from the office, he hides Gizmo in his desk drawer and cautions Gizmo to be very quiet and stay out of trouble until he returns. However, Gizmo being the curious mogwai that he is. Is that how you pronounce that? Mogwai? Yeah, mogwai. I think so, yeah. Doesn't follow Billy's instructions, and we all remember that there are three things you must never do to a mogwai. One, don't expose him to a bright light. Two, don't let him get wet. And three, whatever you do, don't feed him after midnight. This is where our story ends and your adventure begins. Cool. Yeah. And actually this game, uh, through the cutscenes and things, actually follows the the movie where I can remember pretty 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 well. Yeah, I I wanted to have time to look back and to go back and watch at least one of the movies just to see, but I didn't have time to do it because um, it's been so long since I've seen these movies. Yeah, and I'm sure they hold up really well, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, just perfect. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, this far, uh, that's one thing I will go ahead and say right off the get, right from the get go, uh, the cutscenes were great. They, they were yeah. so good in this game. Not just were they fitting for the game and the storyline based on the movie, but graphically, like really good. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, so. they looked good. They animated really well too. I mean, it was I was really impressed by the cutscenes. Like and I they remember fit really well, you know, yeah. like beginning were in the part in the movie where um gizmo gets trapped in there in the air ducts by the other gremlins and uh that is actually portrayed through a cutscene, um one of the early cutscenes in the movie or yeah. in the game and um the like it reminds me of the batman cutscenes, but the batman cutscenes were very stiff right it wasn't mm-hmm. they, they looked real stiff these look I mean they were kind of smooth in motion more so than you would typically see in a you know an NES game so yeah I, I was I was impressed <clears throat> moving on uh, so let's just uh, before I go digging any more into the manual here the uh, gameplay is essentially it's a it's almost identical to the top-down sections of Blaster Master. Yeah. Uh, but you can also jump, which is really cool. Right. So, go ahead. I was just going to say, you jump over, like, the little... That's one of the mechanics of this game that were kind of was kind of difficult, was the jumping. Especially jumping on the uh, moving platforms when you had to get on to the... Uh, uh, you know, the moving platforms that took you from one area to the other. Yeah, in general, this game is really... I found it to be very difficult. It's pretty difficult, yeah. Yeah, mainly because of the jumping and the platforming. But I like the fact that the jumping was in it. Yeah. But also the the, the uh, 
I feel like you didn't have a whole lot of life unless True. you bought life uh, from um, Mr. Wing. Mr. Wing. Yeah. Which, why is he in the game if he's dead? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. This is, maybe it's the ghost of Mr. Wing. The ghost of Mr. Wing who asks you, uh, what would you like to buy, yes or no? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what would you like <laughs> to buy, that. yes or no? <laughs> Uh, so Mr. Wing, you can when you go to when you find Mr. Wing in the levels, you can buy things uh, with crystals, right? That you pick up throughout the by beating defeating enemies and stuff throughout the game. And he gives you there's like you can buy life and other things, but there's there's also like some items you can buy that are pretty neat, like balloons. Like we were mentioning a second ago, that the jumping sections can be kind of tricky. Yeah. Uh, well, if you buy balloons and you fall down the hole, then you get like this little bit of invincibility floating stuff yeah. with the balloons, and you can just fly right over everything. That was what I did to get through most of the the jumping sections. If I had, if I could afford right. balloons, I would buy balloons, and then if I screwed up a jumping part, like I would try to use as much of that time as I could to just float over everything. Right. Yeah. And um, I have to say also, you know, the enemies in this game uh, were pretty neat um, and really well done. But they're they're also difficult. I, I what do you think about the shooting mechanic in the game? Well, I really I don't know. Like the you could throw the balls right. He basically right. throws these balls, and you could upgrade those. But the second you died, it would go back to just like the single ball. So I spent right. most of my time running away from people. I, I like I, I mean I fought <laughs> some I fought some people, but most of my time I spent just trying to dodge and avoid enemies. Because there's sometimes when there's just tons of enemies on screen, and the enemies are pretty varied, so they all do different things. And sometimes you get three or four different types of enemies on the screen at the same time, and they're all doing weird different things. And I just I just ran most of the time. Yeah. It's hard to kill like all the enemies on the screen. You get into the, like even like the first level where you have the giant tomatoes and then you have uh, like the bats and the spiders and then you like kill the big spider and then it turns into a bunch of little spiders and then it's it just, it is, it's, it's difficult to kill all the uh, uh, characters and on the screen at once. But you first start out with a, with the tomato. You throw the it's you're throwing small tomatoes at the mm -hmm. bad guys, and then you the next you kind of each level you kind of power up to a new um, tool or new weapon, which uh, have like meaning in the game. Like he used matches and paper clips to yeah, they, uh, shoot like fire. They're super tied to the movie. Right, right. So, yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, the game. So it's it looks it just looks so much like Blaster Master's Top Down Sections too. The graphics are great, which we'll get into here again here in a little bit. But I mean, it's like the same dimensions and stuff of the Blaster Master. The controls feel a lot like Blaster Master, which. Uh, you know, makes it, which means they feel pretty tight 
outside of the jumping, yeah. outside of the jumping, the controls feel pretty tight. Like the throwing the balls or the tomatoes, I guess. And, you know, uh, Gizmo, he moves really like he does exactly what you want him to do. So I really had no problem with controls with the exception of the jumping. And I think the jump, the problem, my problem with the jumping was not necessarily that it wasn't responsive or anything. It was more that the, the platforms and stuff were hard to navigate. Like they were, they were, they move really fast. Some of them, and like there'd be enemies in the way while you're trying to also jump. And yeah. it, it just, that some of that stuff got a little tricky. It's, it's certainly hard to time. And then you get in kind of the later, I think it's like the second stage where you have like a gremlin that's standing there. That's like the first time that you actually see a gremlin and you have to actually jump over onto the platform while he's like shooting. Mm-hmm. I think he's flicking cigarettes at you, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of smoking in the gremlins. Uh, don't think that would get passed by today in a video game. No. But uh, the, uh, the gremlins were smokers. They were. That's how they, get, they that's how they that's how they look that way. They like their they like their vices, you know. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. let's see. So the, there's also what is there five stages, and yeah. a boss in every stage except for the first stage. I don't think there's a boss in the first stage. Uh, right. So and there's a password system, which is convenient. Uh, there's no save system, but there is a password system, so you can go back to whatever level you're on. What did you What did you think about the levels? Um, well, I didn't get too far myself. Uh, this is the game where I couldn't really get past the like the second stage, um, just well, because this... it's. Go ahead. What? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um... There's a reason for that because I felt the same way, and not that I didn't get past the second stage, but there is there is a huge. And I don't really understand where it comes from. I think it's just a maybe a programming mistake on the game because I feel like they could have done a better job of this. But there's a huge difficulty spike from level one to level two. Yeah, like level yeah, one I, is reasonable, and then level two is all of a sudden it's like a maze, and there's tons right. of like not just enemies, but there's level problems <laughs> i mean not problems but level uh i don't know what you call it stage the stage itself can damage you you know what i mean <laughs> right I, I'm, at, I'm at a loss for words a little bit here but well this this the stage two is when you get into the duck system when the mogwiles uh, the mogwiles actually trap um gizmo into the uh uh duck system and that's the that I couldn't get through that level. Um, it's interesting you mentioned the bosses. Like, out of the four bosses, three of them are the same guy. Three yeah. of them are Mohawk. Right. But there's one where you fight. It's the Electric Gremlin, which is not Mohawk. It's just funny because you like. It's just three of the same guy. Well, yeah, but he 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 becomes different each each time. Right. Like Mohawk, uh, in stage two is just like a gremlin. He just jumps around the screen, which the boss is really hard. I don't think I. So, full disclosure, I I'm with you. I beat level one, and I could not beat any of the other levels, mm-hmm. but I did cheat and enter passcodes so I could try the other levels. But I never beat any of the bosses. <laughs> like I got to a couple of them, but I never could beat any of the bosses. It's a t- yeah, it's a tough game. 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're tough all around. But yeah, he so. he changes. He's a, I mean, he's a jumping gremlin in stage two, and then you, yeah, you're right. There's like an electric gremlin in, in uh, stage three. And then I guess he has a gun in in stage four. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's a giant spider because he drinks a spider potion <laughs> in yeah. the genetics lab. Yeah, now in the movie. I can remember. Doesn't Gizmo like dress as like Rambo at some point? Yes, he does, and he—that's when he gets his little <laughs> bone bone arrow. Right. Would is like uh, he's like shooting pencils or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. Gizmo's definitely like he's he's the cutest, bestest part. And yes, I did say that the way I wanted to say it: cutest and bestest. Yeah. He's awesome. Anyway, yeah, I, w- I was I was going to try to pull up a picture of uh, Gizmo and his Rambo outfit. Yeah, I've got it pulled up here. He's shooting like the uh, pencil with the paperclip with fire, dressed as Rambo. Now, was this a Jim Henson ordeal? Was this movie? No, it no, was somebody that else. It wouldn't have been him because he was kind of anti-violence and stuff, right? Yeah, I think so, but. Um, I think that this was a different like puppet guy. Because um, it looks pretty good, really. Of course, I'm not seeing it in motion, but... So, I think, like, there was some... I can't remember who this guy was, but I remember hearing about this guy. Um, who did the puppets for Gremlins? Ah, Chris Wallace. Okay. So, anyway, he's a famous puppet guy. Do you not know who Chris Wallace is? I guess I don't. You gotta get into the to. puppet game. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not, uh, I'm just don't not bring into, that into the puppet Jim like Henson you. stuff. <laughs> Jim Henson is like <clears throat> level one puppeteer. That's Everybody knows about him. But you just gotta get up to like level two and this, three. Yeah, this guy. So, this guy did The Fly. He was, he did Michael Jackson's thriller video. Like, this guy was a big. Okay. Make it All right. That, yeah. I, you know, I do. I feel kind of bad now for not knowing. Yeah, you should. Well, all so right. he also did the makeup effects for Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't remember there being a lot of uh, makeup effects in that movie, but really, all the, the like skeletons and stuff. Uh, yeah, I guess I wouldn't call that makeup. Never mind. Special effects. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Special effects. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, well, what do you think about? Let's go ahead and talk about the graphics. What do you think about the graphics? So I thought the graphics is probably the best quality of this game. We've already talked about the cutscenes. The cutscenes, like the what's funny is like even the eight-bit versions of Billy like look like Billy. They look like mm-hmm. that actor. Um. And then as far as the gameplay, like, of course, Gizmo's little sprite is awesome. The Gremlins, Mohawk, all of their sprites are great. Uh, I really thought that the graphics are maybe the best part of this game. Yeah, well, I would uh, I would mostly agree. I think I'm going to have to say that the graphics are the second best part of this game. And I'll tell you why here in just a minute. But... Uh... 
Yeah, I thought they were great. The cutscenes looked awesome. I'm, I'm with you. I think all the the enemy variety and the and the way they look and the, everything is 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 on point. I, and the the levels are great, except and here's where I take a bit of an exception. I think they get a little samey. I, I think they start to look kind of the same, which is understandable because yeah. it's all in one office complex, right? Sure. But st- still, even even at that, I think it's a that would be my only knock against the graphics. But otherwise, the graphics are great. When when did this game come out? Nineteen ninety. Okay, so it's it's a few years into the in the NES. Yeah, cycle. definitely kind of later into the NES cycle. But I think it's okay. I think it like graphically is really good so i don't think that it's one of those things where it's like for its time it wasn't good or anything it it is not a for its time type of a scenario here we're talking about these are just some of the best graphics on the nes for sure yeah okay yep well that brings me to my point that i was trying to make that the graphics are not the best part of this game the music to me is the best part of this game uh yeah really the music's good. <laughs> Don't seem so disappointed. I, well, okay. I guess I'll lie then. I'm not disappointed at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, I totally agree. Not. <laughs> I I thought the music was good. Uh, and I would say better than most, but I saw a lot of people online and things that, that kind of gushed over the music. And I, I thought it was good for the game, but nothing like really special to me. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Not everybody's opinion's right. But Wait, uh, everybody's entitled to it. Try to change my mind. Change my mind. Okay. Well, let me find a good tune here. And then I will change your mind. While, while I'm finding the tune, uh, go ahead and talk some more about that. Talk some more about the music. I, t- I think the music. I thought I think the music was fitting. Okay, yeah, that's true. It is fitting. But it just, you know, if we're talking about, like, really good music and things like that, it just, it didn't, it didn't get for me. Well, all right. Let's see. Let's try this one here. Let's see how this one did. Tell me how this one right here feels, okay? Okay, it's kind of, it's going to come in here in just a second. Here we go. Get you rocking. Okay. That, that's pretty good. Okay. I'll, I'll admit. Okay. Let's see. I'll bring another. Don't worry. I, I'll bring another. Let's try. Uh... Oh, I think this was a good one. Maybe. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. Nah. It's like Jaws, but it's, it's going to get better. That's not the one I was thinking of, actually. Take it back. Yeah, I was about to say, that one's I'm, a dud. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That one is a dud. That's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> but going back on the special effects, also there was involved, I kind of misspoke earlier, Rick Baker, along with Chris Wallace. Rick Baker was the guy that did the makeup for Thriller, the music video. 
um, that was also involved with Gruden once too. Gotcha. All right. I know everybody was just sitting on the edge of their seat to hear yeah, that. They were. They were, There was a lot of people screaming. I could hear them from here. They were screaming, <laughs> telling you, oh, Justin, you idiot. It's not. Screw just, that up. You, you, you totally got that wrong. Yep. All right. Here's another. Uh-huh. So, all right. Fine. I'm going to do one more, though. Okay. Just one more, and then we'll, uh, all right. then we'll move on. I, I will agree that in the realm of Sunsoft music, this is lower tier Sunsoft. Okay? Yeah. Okay. I will go with that. No, but here in a minute, I'll also play you, uh, I'll, I'll play a song from another game, and you just, you'll see. It's okay. It fits the game. <laughs> it fits the game. Okay, so I'm gonna comp- let's compare that to uh, let's see another game that's supposed to be kind of scary. Okay, and let's see how this music compares. And and also while you're at it, see if you can guess what game this is. If I don't break the soundboard in the process. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Boring. <laughs> that's that's boring. From, yeah, that's from a different game. Uh Fester's Quest. I don't know. No, that's from Monster Party. Uh yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be another another hit game. It's got a good baseline. That's another one from Monster Party. That sounds like the baseline to um, the song "Pulling Teeth" "Anesthesia" by Metallica. The bass. Yeah, uh, it kind of does a little bit. Yeah. So, anyways, so, I guess what I'm trying to say is. Uh, Gremlins Two is a, is at least a slight step above other NES games. Sometimes depends on what the game is. So this is. Oh yeah! Wow, I just like it. Interesting. That's such a good song. It is. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. So I didn't I'm win lying. you over, but that's okay. We did even we did even break up the fact that you can ride a pogo stick in this game. Ah, uh, yeah, I did. I forgot about that. 
Could I didn't you, do that very you, much, actually. Could you do a pogo stick as a as a child or as an adult? You mean me personally? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. no, no, I never could. I feel like I could now. I feel like if I, I tried do. to do a pogo stick now, I would end up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you work at a hospital, so you'd end up there anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I just, I never could do a pogo stick as a kid. And I, I just don't think I could certainly do it now. You know who could do a good pogo stick? Who's that? Crabman? No, you would think Crabman, but Crabman couldn't really do a good pogo stick. Carl. Oh, boy. That just seems like a random skill Carl would have. <laughs> yeah. When he's not busy using the bathroom, <laughs> he can ride a good pogo. <laughs> Carl also strikes uh, me as the type that would be able to do a unicycle for some reason. Oh, man. That's a that's a skill there. Like a unicycle? That's insane. I don't know anybody who can ride a unicycle. Adam Carolla. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know him who? personally. Who, by the way, I'm going to see on Friday. This is that this Friday? It's this Friday. I'm, oh, going, wow. I'm really excited about it. I need to uh, tune in. Is he going to say when the episode's going to be on air? I'd say it'll to... be, I guess, next week because it's it's this Friday, so it'll be like maybe release Sunday. I haven't been whatever. listening to his show, but I guess I need to try again for when. Is he going to take questions? You need to ask I don't a question. Know. I hope. I hope. I've been thinking about, you know, he does, uh, what can't Adam complain about? I've been trying to think about stuff like that. So yeah. name drop the podcast. Why not? Why I'll try to. No, don't do that. He won't, he, it wouldn't get on there if he did that. I bet. Right. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. You could ask him, uh, what Tom Arnold thinks about, uh, something. <laughs> what do you think about Tom Arnold? <laughs> yeah. If Tom Arnold's been on Adam Grohl's show a few times. He, th- he thinks Tom's a little crazy. I think Tom is a little crazy. Tom right? is definitely a little crazy. <laughs> in a good way. So in a good way. Yeah. If he ever wants to come on. Right. Okay. So what's next? Uh well, okay, we need to discuss. Uh I mean we're wrapping up the game discussion, I think. What do you think about the uh price and stuff? Do you do you have all that? Yeah. So and do we know if can, it's worth it? You can get Gremlins 2 for about 20 bucks. Hmm. Okay. So, let me put this out there. I really like this game. I thought it was pretty fun. I think it has a lot of replay value because it's a tough game. So, it's going to be something that you're going to take some time to like try to work and, and beat. I don't know about $20. Yeah. I think I'd just demo it. Hmm. I don't know. See, for me, yeah, I guess I didn't really mention whether or not I liked it while we were talking about it. I just kind of talked about it. I, I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a little too difficult, though. I really, I mean, I think it, it's got, it's Nintendo hard. Uh, and so you're right. There is replay value there, but it's it was a little bit frustrating to, to try to play. Uh, yeah. But of course, I'm also... You know, you and I are playing it on a time crunch trying to get ready to record podcasts. We're not playing it just for fun. Well, I mean, we're playing it for fun. But we're not playing it with unlimited amount of time. We're trying to yeah. get as much of the game in as we can to record the show. So, I don't know. 20 bucks is not unreasonable. I think it, there's a, I think there's a really 
quality game here. Um, I tell you what, I think I would, I would probably pay it, but I might actually, this might be one I would actually demo first, uh, and, and do it in a true demo fashion, demo it first, see if I liked it. And then if I liked it, maybe then buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause if you play it, if you say like you play the first two levels and you see how, how you fare, you know, see how difficult it really is and see if you like this, this style of game. Or if it frustrates you, because it is easy to get frustrated at this game, especially with the, some of the jumping and stuff. But uh, right. if you demo it and you see if you like it, then maybe go and buy it because it's it is a good game. I, I wouldn't mind having it in my collection, but but I'm with you. Twenty is a bit steep to just go out and just buy it, especially just at our recommendation. But if you what are you uh, trying to say about our recommendation? I'm saying our recommendation stinks. I would not trust us <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's true, that's true. so alright well that's cool how about we uh, how about we just move it on and talk about uh, I don't know maybe some uh, retro fitted trophies sure you know what this game needs some retro fitted trophies Okay, so first question: Did I remember to post feedback with about retrofit trophies? You did. Good. All right. And I have it pulled up. Even. Do better. you have any trophies? I have a couple. Do you want to start All with right. me, or do you want to start with you, or do you want to start with the listeners? Uh, I can go ahead and start. Okay. My first one is Gizmo Pogo a Go Go. That is get. Get the pogo stick and kill all the enemies on the screen. Okay. Which the pogo stick is not just to kill enemies. You're also, like, invincible, like, at that time. So yeah. you can just run into everybody and you just kill everybody. Okay. Uh, my first one, then, is called, If I Were Gonna Clone Anybody, It Would Be Gizmo. And that is Buy an Extra Life from Mr. Wayne. All right. How about a uh, Bit Brothers community feedback from Jesse Cleva Vidal? It says, playing dangerously. Take a shower and eat after midnight while playing this game all at the same time. That sounds dangerous, for sure. And my next one is uh, After Midnight, and that is play After Midnight and beat the game. Okay, I like it. All right, I've got another one. It's called The Crystal Ball. And that is Collect a Thousand Crystals. Boy, that is a boring trophy. I, it didn't look boring on paper, trust me. When I was reading it, I was like, ah, oh, The Crystal Ball, Collect a Thousand Crystals. That sounds like a good trophy. But when I read it out loud, I was like, that is a boring name for a trophy. Anyways, there you go. That's my, that's my trophy. All right, Timmy Mack. On the Big Brothers Gaming uh, page says, The Futterman. Try and play the game while Mr. Futterman won't stop talking and you're late for work. Yeah. Mr. Futterman. All right. That's all I got. That's all you got? Do it. Is that all for the, the Bit it's Brothers, too? The, the Bit Brothers, too. 
Well, okay. Well, how about uh, one more from me? Heroes never die. And that is beat the game without losing a life. Alright. That's a good one. That'd be basically impossible to do. Yeah. But anyway. Alright. That is that is it then for the trophies. Thank you everybody for submitting trophies. Hopefully next time we'll get more. I like I like the Bit Brothers trophies. I do. I do too. I like I, I like them better than ours. Mine are usually pretty boring. I feel like when we first started doing them back in the early days, we had some really clever ones. Um, yeah. Here lately, I don't know if I'm just phoning it in or if I just I've lost all my creativity. Something. I probably lost most of my creativity. That's okay. Yeah. All right, let's give this game a rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. So how would you like to rate this game? I've got an idea. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking a late night snack. Ooh. Like, you know, something you eat too late and before you go to bed. Hmm. I'm going to go with fried chicken. You eat fried chicken as, as a late night snack? As a throwback to the, uh, what originally was fed to the Mogwais okay. in the Gremlins game. And that is because that got Billy into a whole lot of trouble and playing this game gets yourself in a whole lot of trouble because it's a pretty difficult game. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go <clears throat> I'm going to go with the ice cream because much like feeding uh, a mogwai late at night transforms their bodies into something else, if I eat too much ice cream late at night, it transforms my body into something else. <laughs> so, all right that has nothing to do with this game really right <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah all right there you go moving on okay well let's uh let's do us a little feedback then get quite a bit of feedback good 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 it's time for d patter feedback because when you're a d patter you're a d patter for life For our Facebook feedback, Christopher Kellogg starts us off with, <clears throat> I really enjoy the music for this one. It's a fun game as well, but the music is my favorite thing about it. Dave Moore said, uh, Christopher, I'm with you. Gotta love that Sunsoft music. Jesse Clever Vidal says, whatever you do, don't spill your drink on the cart. And Christopher Kellogg said, or feed it after midnight. Andrew Zeismer from Power Trip Gaming, who also played this game for their YouTube channel, says, this wasn't too bad of a game, actually. I remember Paul and I having a hard time with it, but the music was good, and it played decent enough. Stayed pretty true to the movie. And who doesn't love an 8-bit Phoebe Cates? It's true. It's true. Timmy Mac says, in an excellent licensed title, for once, one of my favorite film franchises is a decent game. Beautiful graphics and music, Sunsoft is known for. Fun gameplay. I picked this up a few years ago and enjoyed my time with it. Looking forward to seeing what you do this thing. It really so, is probably one of the best licensed games that we've played. Uh, it is one of the... Outside of Batman. Yeah, it's one of the better licensed games that we've played, for sure. I agree with that. The bigger question, though, is who was that? 
Timmy Mac. Okay, Timmy. Timmy, my bigger question is, Gremlins franchise is one of your favorite movie franchises? <laughs> of all the movie franchises. I'm hoping it's... <laughs> um, I'm hoping that's like some nostalgia glasses you got on there. Uh, of course, I have Or he's talking about like top 100 movie franchises. Yeah, okay. Right, right. We don't know how many's in his list of top movie franchises, so... Yeah. But uh, <laughs> maybe a little expound upon that a little bit for us, Timmy, because I don't know. I don't know about that. Anyways, I'm just giving Chris, you a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Chris Vanderhoff says, I really enjoyed this game. And for a movie tie-in, it is awesome. As far as Andrew Zeisman says, I recently watched this episode, and I believe Power Trip Gaming didn't like the game too much. And Andrew responded and says, we actually didn't hate it for once. We have yet to do a retrospective on it, but I thought it was pretty well co- conceived for a movie license title. Uh, anyway. And then we've got Va- Gabe Van Gilder, who says, Oh, man. Oh, Gordon man. Hickman. That was it? <laughs> that was it. Oh, Gabe, I oh, thought man. you were going to say something else. <laughs> Just, oh, man. We well, don't know if that's a good old man, like, oh man, I'm so excited, or oh man, this game's terrible. We don't know. We don't know. We may never know. <laughs> Gordon Hickman says, definitely one of the few excellent movie license games. And Aaron Hickman says, agreed. It's at the top of, for me as far as licensed NES games go. Maybe Batman is up top too. Are these, um, are these, are these Hickmans related? <laughs> this is a whole Hickman conversation that I'm going to go through. <laughs> okay. Gordon Hickman says, My guilty pleasure license games that are way more fun than they should are Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elden Street. Ooh, guilty pleasure indeed. Um, Dan Biscaglia says, Sunsoft Batman FTW. Although the sun, the SNES beat him up was way more solid than I give it credit for. Uh, Batman Forever on SNES equals cancer. I don't know what that means. It means it's not good. Gives you cancer? I think it gives you cancer. I, the good thing I never played it. <laughs> Aaron Hickman says Batman Forever is not good in any form. Gordon Hickman says Sunsoft Batman was definitely great. I could never quite beat the Joker. And Dan Buscaglia says, I got him eventually, but save states were absolutely involved. Always wanted to go back and beat that game, legit. If you want to listen to what we thought about the Batman game, you can go back and listen to that episode. With Rob Luther. Rob Luther. Right. One of the funniest moments of this podcast actually came on that episode was when when Rob was bringing up the fact that... um, Batman was like this guy that stood for justice and all this, and then he just murders the Joker at the end yeah. of the game. <laughs> I wonder. I need to look up to see what episode that was. Yeah, that was a good one. I need to look. I need. Yeah, I need to hear that one again. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds says, "I wanted this game so badly as a kid. Still haven't played it." And Sean Robinson says. This seemed like the time to mention that Warner Brothers has ordered an animated prequel to be made for this series. And then he's, uh, Sean Robertson says, again, 
I have to say the company in the movie that created and marketed the Gremlins as a purchasable product towards, targeted towards families and youth really was irresponsible. First, for trying to sell dangerous monsters to children, and second, for ignoring the well-known fact that no one reads the manual. How were they supposed to know about the midnight roll or the water roll? I'm glad that a worldwide recall notice was sent out to all retailers about the situation, that all gremlins were rounded up responsibly and humanely euthanized, that this avoidable trafficking affected our global community. However, I'm sure that the economic impact we felt in our local communities across the nation for years yet. I guess what I'm trying to say is gizmo for U.S. President 2020. May the best creature win. I think okay. that he would the the uh, nobody no one reads. He also when he said no one reads the manual, he put no one in per, in quotation marks. I think that was a dig at us. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> no one reads the manual. Anyway, uh, are you actually is it Sean? Is that how you pronounce your name, Sean? I don't get it. That's it, didn't he spell his name S E A N? Oh yeah. I, anyway. I know it. I know it's Sean, but there's a there's a somebody in Amber's family um, that has that that spelling, and he is known as Uncle Scene. And he was that was <laughs> what he went by. He went by Scene. So don't just assume S E A N is is Sean. Now did they did, did his parents name him Scene? I have no idea. His parents named him Sean, and then he was like, later on, was like, you know what? I'm I named Sane. <laughs> so, be careful. Be careful with your digs at us, Sean. We might start calling you Scene. That's right. No, we wouldn't do that. I, I can't imagine. I, I hate when people screw my name up. And my name's easy. My name's Michael. So, <laughs> but you'd be surprised at the things I get called. I would, so I would not dare screw somebody's name up on purpose. Right. Surely not. Don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Is that it? I guess that's it. Okay. Well, I've got an email. All right. I want to hear it. From none other than Ryan Ballard. Ryan says, so I checked out this game and I'm not sure if it's the one, if it's one I would have liked or not as a kid. It looks and sounds good but it also seems like it's a bit difficult to complete. So I'm curious to hear if you guys found it as tricky to play as it looks. On the whole, though, it does appear to be well-made. So It's well-made on the whole? It's well-made on the whole. <laughs> yeah. W-H-O-L-E. All right. All right, that's from Sean. No, that's from Ryan Ballard. Sorry. And then we have voicemails. Three of them, in fact. Let me, turn, let me turn this music down. We're going to really need to hear these. I'm sure all of these are legit voicemails, too, you know. Can't wait. Well, you're going to have to wait. Here we go. Dudes, what is up? It is Jay-Z NES back again talk about some gremlins too uh i just you know it's like i've never even seen the movie and i've played the game the game is pretty good it's a little uh i don't know if you guys think it's too easy or something but like i, I played it i had a nope. little bit of trouble on some 
Bowl. I was kind of gave up on it. But it's one of those games that I always kept around on my like twenty games that I was trying to play when I was really playing NES, you know, all the time, kind of thing. So um, something good about it, you know. I know, uh, like Billy from the Game Chasers, he like loves that game or whatever. So like, you know, I always love to give it a shot and whatever. It was a fun game, you know. Um, yeah, I don't really know what all to say about it, but um, I do like the game from what I played, and it's cool, and it's got, like, that shop system and stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, so I always liked it. But, yeah, um, I don't know what else to say. It's been JZNES saying, keep it classic, and I see, I'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, Jay-Z out. Thank you, Jay-Z. Yeah, uh, sounds like he liked it. It did, yeah. Didn't have a whole lot to say. He, he didn't know what to say, but he did say that he likes it. It's one that he keeps around to play, which I, that's what I was kind of saying earlier when we were talking about is it worth it? I think it would be a game to have around. Yeah. Uh, and maybe just pop it in every now and then see if you could beat it. Kind of like a, I don't know. I, I have a few games that are like that. All right, right. Here's another voicemail. I hate the way the new iOS for voicemail purposes, the way it downloads the voicemail. Cause I always, yeah. I always, it's hard for me to figure it out without screwing it up. That's why I keep, that's why it paused in the middle of that last one. Uh, but on, on the whole, the new iOS is feeling pretty good, which we'll talk about that here in just a second. Cause Apple had an event and you and I always like to talk about that. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Voicemail number two. That's it. All right. That's there you go. Another winner there. All right. Voicemail number three. Hey, dudes and D-patters. Or is it bros and B-patters now? B-patters. Wait, there's no such thing as a B-pad. Never mind that. Uh, keep it dudes and D-patters. That makes more sense. Anyway, I heard you're finally covering Gremlins 2. I love that game. That's one of those games that I rented so much as a kid. My parents would have saved money if they just bought me the game. Uh, there's so many good things to say about this game. The music is incredible. The boss battles are amazing. Yeah, the platforming's a little NES hard, but... It's still such a fun game. Some of the enemies are just so bizarre. Jumping tomatoes, rats. But uh, that game just brings back so many memories from my childhood that uh, I just, I'm going to go play it right now. Um, can't wait till you cover Captain Skyhawk. Catch you later. Really wants to hear that's Captain Skyhawk. Now, I do have to get amber on that episode so that may be difficult yeah so but we'll see okay that's it that's all the voicemails i've got so uh big question for you now because so now we're wrapping the things up there's really no more gremlins to talk hope you guys enjoyed all that stick around though because there's more to we got a few couple more things to talk about so you big question justin are you upgrading your iphone this year i don't know like so basically, the iPhone 11 has just got a nicer camera, like a new camera. 
Right. Maybe it's a little faster. Maybe it will, you know, maybe a little faster processing speeds. But really all that was innovative about it is the camera. Which, let me ask you this, which iPhone are you rocking right now? So I'm just still with the 10, just the X. Okay. I don't have, I never, I didn't upgrade with the last one. Okay. I didn't go to the X. That was definitely an, a very small upgrade. Right. Uh, also, fine. Are, are you still? Pause for just a second. Hold on. Just on? to let everybody know Batman was the episode from September 21st, 2014. If you want to go. Almost five years <laughs> to the day. Yeah. Almost five years to the day. So it's an old episode, but worth it. It was a good episode. Even though we were young and not very good podcasters back then, we did have Rob on. That was a good episode. So I recommend no, we're not very good podcasters now, so what's the difference? Good point. Good point. It's not like we've improved all that much. Uh, anyways, no, yeah, I'm on, the, I'm on the yearly upgrade plan where I basically just lease the phone, just turn it back in every year. Right. So, yes, I'm on the XS right now, or the 10S. And I do plan on upgrading to the 11 Pro. I probably will because they're supposed to have better battery life and all that. And so I I probably will go to it, but I don't know. What Just, about, are you, know, you on the, are you on the max or the regular size? Regular size. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the yeah. big one. I don't like the big one. I had the, so the, I did have the six plus when back when I had the six. And I like the big one, but then I've gotten used to just the regular size now. Yeah. Because they didn't, when they brought the 10 out, it didn't have the, uh, um, didn't have the, the big one. I probably would have went with the big one if they had brought out the big one when they first came out with the 10. But anyway. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's coming out this week. Yeah, Are it you is. you going to go for it this week? Yeah, I've actually already got it on order so it should be coming to my house uh you know at some point or maybe i gotta go pick it up the store i don't remember i might be picking up the store yeah i should be getting it i'm getting the uh, midnight green version the midnight green yeah they got a green one now instead of just white and black it's pretty sweet looking yeah but i don't know i know a lot of people are you know iPhone this, iPhone that, blah, blah, blah. They're always the same, which is true. The iPhones usually generally are just the same every year. Just right. very, very iterative, very small updates, but I like, I don't know, I like it. I used to be anti-iPhone guy for the longest time. I did not want an iPhone for nothing. And then, I don't right. know, something, something happened. I, I, you know, one day I just went all in. I think that's what the big difference is. If you go all in, Everything Apple, it's expensive. That's a, that's a problem. But everything just works so well together that it just kind of, it's, it's totally it's very true. It's true. The only thing I don't have, that, the, the only thing I have that's not Apple is my computer. Yeah. Which. Next computer, you guess, probably going to be an Apple, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but I don't even use my computer that much. In all honesty, like I usually, I use my iPad or just my phone for most of the things I do. Yeah. The only thing you use your computer for is probably this. Podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
So, yeah, I'll probably get the 11. Um, we'll see. Do you do you trade your phone in or do you just keep your old phones? Yeah, I trade my phone yeah. in. I, there's no really no point in keeping the old phones unless you're going to pass it down to somebody else. Right. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, because I don't know what I'm going to do with my old other than sell it or trade it back in. Right. What, what am I going to do with it? You know? I don't know. Shoot it. Yeah. Use it for target practice. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I've got like old iPhones that usually just end up playing around the house before I did like the whole traded in thing. So, uh, you know, don't yeah, need to do I that. I think I've still got a 4S laying around somewhere. Sweet. Yeah, it's a sweet phone. It's still on uh, whatever version of iOS was back before they What's changed amazing? it. What's amazing is how, like, we forget how fast things were when they first came out. And now we consider them like really slow. Like I have like a iPad, like an iPad mini, like the original iPad minis. Uh-huh. And I, it, if I ever use that thing, I'm like, this thing is just, oh, it's so slow. And it's just like, but this thing was like revolutionary when it came out. I always loved the iPad mini. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I guess I've got a new one now, but. So did you get the did you get the uh, the iPhone 11 Pro? Yes, the one with the with like three cameras on the back. Yeah, you're gonna be making movies. Yeah, making lots of movies. No, no, I'm not gonna make any movies. But which will stop the iPhone conversation and bring up my next point. I will need the camera. Uh, and a small little announcement for the show. I'll be taking a little bit of a break. For a little while. Don't know how long. But uh, the wife and I are expecting our first child. First and only child, actually. Thank you, thank you. So, he will be... By the time you listen to this podcast, he'll probably be here. Since we're recording kind of... You know, we always record early and release later. Yep. So, all you people out there, he's probably already here. And hopefully things went went well. But uh, I don't know... I don't really know how it's going to work. I don't know if the whole podcast is going to take a break or maybe Nick and Aaron can fill in for me a little bit. I don't know how long I'll be gone. I've never had a child before, so I don't know how it goes. I I know Justin has had a couple while we've been podcasting, but he's been pretty good at just jumping back on after a little short break and probably nobody even noticed. Well, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do anything with those germs over there. Uh, No, I'm just joking. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe just take a little break. Maybe just take a little break. And uh, we'll be back. But you'll still be getting uh, some of the other stuff. Like the, I'm sure the Genesis Gems will still release an episode or two. And the monthly roundup will still probably happen. You may, it may end up just being, who knows, will be on those, those episodes. But anyways, should be good. Should be good. And I'll be back eventually. So <clears throat> that's right. All right. So. Let's close it out. How uh, tell them where they can find us? Well, you can find us on the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community on Facebook. That's where we have all of our feedback and everything. And you can also find us on Twitter. Uh, and then you can go to our website, two dudes in a nest.com, nesdudes.com, 
and nintendudes.com where you can always call us to give us feedback and that is 775-773-8761 and that is 775-7-RETRO-1 it's easier to remember a shout out to the wee dude for the music uh wee guy on youtube if you want to look him up uh shout out to the fox dude for our awesome logo and yep. shout out to all the other bit brothers shows if you want to support us on patreon it's patreon.com slash bit lots of cool rewards on there and we're doing our best to fulfill those rewards and by doing our best, I mean we're doing poorly, but don't worry, you will get your own. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but yeah, check out our other shows. Uh, of course, this is Two Dudes and Ness that you're listening to now. You know that. There's also Genesis Gems, Metroidvania Mayhem, Nintendo Switch Up, all about the Nintendo Switch, and a monthly roundup show where everybody gets together once a month. We've been doing those once a month. Been doing pretty good. Uh, but all that stuff. You can get all that in one feed if you want to subscribe on Patreon. Or you can just go subscribe to those shows for free. Um, but you got to subscribe to each of them individually. But shouldn't be a big deal. You can you can list all of them for free. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, I will put the music for the next game on. We don't know when it will release. But uh, this is the music for the game that we will play next. Mm, bye, everybody. Goodbye.